Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, stay-at-home mom of three turned social media influencer, Jenny Peterson. Each week, we'll dive into online marketing business building strategies that actually work. And I'll be sharing how I built my online business, leveraging the power of social media, all from my cell phone. The term influencer is not just for celebrities, it's for people just like us. I really believe that all you need to get started is Wi-Fi and a dream. Let's go. You are listening to this Social Media Influencer Podcast, episode number one. And today is part one of a five-part sales training series. I'm recording this episode live on my Facebook page. And if you want to join me and my community over on Facebook, you can at Preston and Jenny Peterson. I'll link it in the show notes below. And if you're watching me live, I want you to tell me in the comments below, what do you sell? Without any links, peeps, what do you sell? And on a scale from one to 10, how do you feel about sales? One being you don't feel confident in sales. You uh, feel salesy. You don't enjoy it. And 10, you are a sales superstar. Okay. How do you feel about sales? You're super confident. You're good at it. And you feel like a sales superstar. One to 10. All right. Put it in the comments below. Right now, if I were to rate myself, I would probably give myself a nine or a 10 when it comes to sales. But it wasn't always this way. When I started my business five years ago, actually, I hesitated to even start because I didn't want to be salesy. I didn't want to be that girl on Facebook, on social media. And I thought that I had zero sales experience, but I was wrong. If you are a human, you have sales experience. And let me tell you why. Um, We have been trained from a very young age on how to sell, and we sell all day, every day. And if you don't believe me, I want you, if you're on Facebook with me, I want you to put in the comments below, what was the last movie that you saw in the movie theater? Okay. What was the last movie that you saw? And if you had a friend come up to you and say, hey, have you seen this movie? Should I see it? You would proceed to one, either sell them on why they should and must see it because it's amazing, or you would proceed to sell them on why they should skip it and see a different movie. We are selling all of the time. Okay. My intention for this five-part sales training series is to take you from that number that you rated yourself at the beginning of this podcast and to ultimately get you to a 10 where you feel confident in sales, where you are good at it, where you are authentic and you can sell in a way that doesn't feel salesy. It doesn't feel spammy. It doesn't feel sleazy or gross. Deal? Okay. Before we before I jumped on to this live podcast recording with my Facebook community, I surveyed my community and I asked them, what do you sell? And within an hour, there was over 140 comments. Most of the people told me the brand that they sell. And some of the people, most of the people actually told me the products that they sell. Like I sell makeup, I sell purses, I sell skincare, I sell whitening toothpaste I saw, I sell earrings, I sell coaching, and so much more. But only a couple people actually told me what they sell. And one of those people was Erica. Erica said, I sell self-confidence. I sell beauty, power, and strength. And she hit the nail on the head, peeps. She hit the nail on the head. Girlfriend is so right. Number The first law, and we're going to cover five laws in this five-part sales training series. The first law of sales is the law of emotion. 
And I can hear some of you right now. You're like, wait, what? Back it up, girl. What'd she say? The law of emotion. I thought this was a sales training. It is. The law of emotion is this. Um, People don't buy things. They buy feelings. I'm going to repeat that. And if you're on with me on Facebook, put this in the comments below. If you're listening to the podcast, write this down so you never forget it. The law of emotion is people don't buy things. They buy feelings. What does that actually mean? Okay. How do people want to feel when they buy something? Perhaps they want to feel confident. Perhaps they want to feel beautiful. Maybe they want to feel strong, superior, even empowered, smart, cool. Okay. Answer this question. If money was not an issue, what is something that you want to buy and how would it make you feel? I'll give an example for myself. I want to buy a Louis Vuitton. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Spending a couple thousand dollars on a handbag kind of blows my own mind. Okay. But why do I want to buy a Louis Vuitton? Owning a Louis Vuitton would make me feel like I've arrived. It would make me feel fancy. It would make me feel classy. It would make me feel sophisticated and even feel rich. Honestly, it would make me feel special. So I want you to think about what you want to buy and why you want to buy it and how buying that thing would make you feel. Remember when I told you that we've been trained at a very young age to be good at sales? My kids are the ultimate salespeople, okay? And it might be because both of their parents are in sales and we're both entrepreneurs, so we have created these super sales children. But my kids try to sell me on everything and anything. They sell me on why they should have a second cookie. They sell me on why they should be allowed to stay up late. They even sell me on why I need to buy the more expensive brand of shoes. My girls begged me for months to buy them vans. This is my girl's. Mom, please, please. Everyone has vans. Do your kids do this? Everyone has vans. We're the only kids in school that don't have vans. Mom, please. We want the vans. Finally, I caved and I bought them the vans. And this morning when I was thinking about this topic about the law of emotion and how people actually buy feelings, we don't buy things. I asked my girls, I said, girls, remember when you begged me for your vans? Why did you want those vans? And they said, like together in unison, because it makes us feel cool. That was it. I didn't get it before, but now I get it. My girls wanted those vans because they make them feel cool. They make them feel popular. They make them feel stylish and they make them feel like they fit in. People don't buy things. They buy feelings. My husband owns a security company. And what does a security company sell? Some people might argue that they sell cameras, they sell security equipment, they sell home automation, but what do they really sell? They sell peace of mind. They sell protection. They sell safety, feeling safe in your own home. They sell security, feeling secure and safe. So I ask you again, what do you sell? And if you're still not sure, we're going to go through an exercise together to really clarify and get really clear on what it is you actually sell. Okay. So five questions. Question number one, who is your ideal customer? Think about your ideal customer. Question two, what products or services do you sell or offer? Question three, what problems 
do your products or services solve? And question four and five are the most important. How does your ideal customer feel before having your products? And question five, how will they feel or how do they want to feel after they have your products? I'm going to share with you a tip. It's a lot easier to sell if you have genuine feelings and emotions tied to the products and services that you share. Okay. So I'm going to give an example, my own example. The number one product that I sell is foundation. Why? Because I struggle with rosacea and I didn't always have rosacea. I didn't get rosacea until after my babies and in my thirties and it affected my self-esteem. It affected my self-confidence. It kind of rocked my world. And, um, before I found the best foundation on the face of the planet, I felt self-conscious. I felt ugly. I knew what it felt like to look in the mirror and not like what you see. And after I found this foundation, finally a foundation that covers rosacea, finally a foundation that makes me feel normal again, it made me feel confident and it made me feel beautiful. And I wanted to shout from the rooftops. I wanted to share that with the world because I knew that if I shared this amazing product, it was going to help somebody. I didn't want anyone to feel the way that I felt before I found this foundation. I wanted them to feel how I felt after. So here's a tip. If you have genuine feelings and emotions tied to your product or service, you're going to sell more and it's going to be easy for you. And you're going to want to share this product with somebody. You're going to want to share it with them because it's going to benefit them in some way. It's a service really, if you think about it. So what do I sell? I sell confidence in a bottle. (laughs) I sell confidence. Okay. What about your business opportunity? So if you're network marketing, like I am, um, I feel like many network marketers struggle with recruiting. And if you're on with me live, tell me in the comments below how you feel about recruiting, how you feel about sponsoring. So many people struggle with it, but recruiting and sponsoring is just sales. Instead of selling a product, you're selling an opportunity. So what does that look like? For example, when I share the opportunity with somebody, I'm not selling them a $400 starter kit that they can get for 99 bucks. I'm not selling them the fact that their website's free or they don't have to keep stock or there's no annual fees or even that they get paid three hours after each order. I'm not selling them on that. I'm selling them on the opportunity. I I sell financial freedom independence, the ability to quit your nine to five, if that's what you want to do. I sell the confidence that it has given me and has given other members on my team. I sell traveling the world for free at the expense of the company because you earned it for free. Let's talk about financial independence. Let's break that down even more. What does that look like even, right? Because that looks different for every single person. For me, it looks like being able to pay for the extra things, the things that I wasn't able to do when I was growing up, like cheerleading and sports and music lessons and a tutor for my girls that have dyslexia. For me, it looks like more family vacations, making more memories with my family. And um, that financial independence also for me is having the peace of mind that I don't have to stress about money anymore. Uh, about a month ago, we ha- almost lost our dog. 
Our dog almost died. And it was such a blessing to me to not have to choose between, oh, I can't afford it. Um, We have to put the dog down. It gave me that peace of mind of, okay, this is happening. This is an unexpected medical bill, but I'm able to give my children more years with their dog because of my business, because of this opportunity. So what are you actually selling when you're sharing your opportunity? What are you selling? Because I promise you, when you start thinking about that, you're going to want to tell everybody. We have something amazing to offer. We have a gift and it is selfish to keep it to ourselves. Somebody is out there and they need what you have. They are looking for a solution and you have it and you need to share it and not be afraid to share it. And when you start looking at sales in this way, you're going to be able to sell more products and you're going to be able to do it in a way that feels genuine and authentic and doesn't feel salesy, spammy, or gross. It feels amazing. Okay. So I want to ask you again, if you're on with me live, I want you to post it in the comments below. What do you really sell? What do you really sell? If you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast, please subscribe. Take a picture of this episode on Instagram and tag me at Jenny underscore Peterson or leave me a review. That would seriously mean the world to me. And thank you so much for joining me today on the Social Media Influencer Podcast. Until next time, I will see you soon. Bye.